Hello and welcome back to a new episode of BBNW Speaks. I'm your host, Seraphine Wambi, and I'm here with... Dylan Cutler. Ovi Alfred. Dylan Dragoo. And Eric Griffiths. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. And um, conspiracy theories are defined as a belief that some secret but influential organization is responsible for an event or phenomenon by the Oxford Dictionary. So, uh, any conspiracy theories you guys want to talk about first? I just want to say I'm excited to be here. I've been waiting to do this podcast for a while, and I think it's going to be an interesting one. So listen in, guys. Okay. All right, what do we got here? I think we uh, kicked us off with, you know, the boldest of them all, aliens. Well, you know, that's a pretty interesting uh, topic there, because, you know, it could get pretty skeptical, you know, about are the aliens on the moon, or where are they at, you know? Yeah, where are they? Exactly. What do you think, Dragon? Tell me a little bit about oh, it. Oh, well, I mean, I personally don't think they're real. I mean, I've definitely seen some eerie stuff in the skies, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just think they're just planes or helicopters flying in the air. I personally think it's hard not believe that they're real. I mean, with how big the universe is, like, do you think that there isn't any life out there? Like, if we're the sole planet... Yeah, and there's, you know, like Dragu said, there's lots of videos floating around, you know, about, oh my gosh, there's a UFO in the sky, but, like, at the end of the day, it is probably an aircraft, or a, uh, just maybe like a drone, but you never know, honestly. The government did put something out saying that they were going to release all the information about aliens, so. I saw that. That's an interesting court case, actually, if you look into it. Um, so, Toby, could you elaborate on your ideas about the alien conspiracy? So, you know... As the universe is infinitely big, there's bound to be some life in there, but, you know, it could also be infinitely far away from us. And with that in mind, it's just very hard to imagine the likelihood that uh, extraterrestrial life is within our planet. So, you know, you can never really be too sure, you know. Everyone's making all these fake ChatGPT AI videos these days, and just there's a lot of misinformation out there, so... I don't think we'll really know until, like, you know, everyone knows. So, my main thing is just, like, it'll be a big deal when it comes out. And you never know if the government's covering it up or not. You know, exactly. that's also another theory exactly. there. Like, government's pretty uh, sketchy, if you ask me. My thing is that in order to reach those life forms that are so far away, like, we would have to be able to travel at the speed of light, which we can't surpass that, even if we did, like, the life expectancy for like an average human for us to be able to get there would take too long so you know it's almost like unless they are so advanced that they can almost time travel to us or in that kind of way there's no way that we will ever touch base so let me ask you this do you think the government is actually making something that's going to be like beyond of what we think is actually like capable of trade like space travel you think they're, like, working on something, like, cooking up in the lab, as they would say? You know, I think Elon Musk is making pretty good progress with being able to land and fly the use of rockets over and over again. So I think that while we might be able to colonize maybe Mars or something of that nature, I don't think that we'll ever be able to travel outside the realm of our, our galaxy. But also, what do you guys, like, classify as alien? Because, like, there could be, there are, like, life forms on other planets, but do you consider those aliens? When I think of aliens, I think of, uh, like, something just not on Earth that's living on a different planet. 
I'd say, I mean, like, you see, I mean, if you were on a you different... You know their life forms on other things. Yeah, I, no, I, there's I not. I think he's trying to say that. He thinks of something that looks and acts and behaves more like us. Like a like, yeah. Not like... I think, like, Martians, yeah. Like bacteria, like... That's a good way to clear I understand that that might be considered to some people, like, a form of life and considered an alien, or maybe, like, a scientist, but I'm pretty sure that most of us just believe that something that looks, behaves, acts like us. Yeah, I mean, really... We're, of course, everyone expects something to be coming down in, like, a spaceship or something, and, you know, that's really not what's happening at, that often. You know, bacteria, it's just, that's all around us, and it's not really, like, a surprise, I guess, when people find that out. But, like, if something really came down that was, like, bipedal and more mammal-like, then that would be, that would be a real interesting event. You'd be shocked if we were to find out that Aliens were living amongst us this entire time on Earth. Um, I would actually be very shocked because that is just—I mean, it's just not nothing I think about my, <laughs> on my daily basis. You know, it's kind of like like Among Us, like the like the imposter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I've heard a lot about uh, the Denver airport specifically the International Airport, is actually uh, the um, headquarters of the Illuminati. Lots of people are skeptical and don't really feel safe in the airport. I think for a little backstory for a lot of people, Denver Airport's kind of been headquarters of like when 9-11 happened. We saw that uh, the president went to International Airport. Uh, it's known to be to have tunnels in it. And uh, when... They were first building the airport, they had a sculptor making a Bronco out in front of the airport, and uh, when the sculptor finished making the Bronco, it ended up falling on him and killing him, and it could be a little symbolic for, uh, you know, what the Denver International Airport might be hiding. Doesn't that Bronco have a red eye? Yeah, it's got red eyes, it's yeah. blue tinted, it's kind of scary looking. Yeah, I was in the, the Denver airport a couple weeks ago, actually, on a trip, and I, I'd say it is a pretty weird airport. It's a weird feeling. I had a layover. I walked around the airport. There's a there's like a subway in the airport you can go down and go into. It just doesn't look right. But, yeah, and there's lots of artwork, too. It's kind of, like, suspicious. Yeah. So, um, Dylan, when you were walking around the airport, what kind of things stood out to you specifically that made you kind of question about what's going on? Well, I actually have seen a TikTok about uh, the uh, Panda Express, and apparently that's the entrance to the Illuminati headquarters, some say. But we don't know because, you know, the government's actually very good at hiding what they do. So what prominent figures would you say are you know, behind the Illuminati, and what do you think their motive is? Like, what are they trying to achieve? I think there's lots of uh, celebrities. This might be a very controversial opinion, but... I think celebrities and famous people are very involved in the Illuminati. And, you know, many, many different things, maybe good or bad, might be happening. Yeah, well, Kansas City, if you go downtown now, there's a big Scientology church. What do you guys think about Scientology? Interesting topic. You know, it's funny you say that. You know, lots of celebrities are involved in that church. And, you know, many... Uh, you guys want to elaborate for our listeners? What is Scientology? So Scientology is like, it's like a newfound religion, but I don't think anybody really 
understands like what is actually going on inside the church. They're very secretive and scam. Okay, so for uh, never know for the listeners, uh, Scientology is a set of beliefs or practices invented by the American author L. Ron Hubbard and an associated movement. It is variously defined as a cults and they believe in an immortal spirit and in improving that spirit here on earth using Scientology's methods. Yeah, I know Tom Cruise is probably the biggest one that everybody knows yeah, yeah. in the church. But, uh, you know, people try to get in there and record what's happening and they say that they use brainwashing techniques and other things of that nature. And I mean, they obviously have very big buildings in, like, big downtown areas like Los Angeles. Yeah, and lots of money is involved, too, I've heard. And they apparently, like, if you say anything about the church outside of the church, then, you know, they'll actually have to take your money and, you know, maybe not talk to you again. So, what are some other conspiracy theories, Dragu? Um, I think we should shift the topic to uh, Chuck E. Cheese and how they uh, resell their pizzas um, and, like, try to put it together slice by slice to their uh, customers. I've heard about that. And it's kind of it's kind of weird, kind of disgusting. Surprise. Surprised they haven't got flagged by the uh, the health organization. You know, that's pretty pretty sketchy. But um, I don't know. That's that's interesting to think about. But it also makes me not want to go to Chuck E. Cheese at the same time. Cause yeah, it makes me just have a different like point of view on like what I eat, what like what pizza I eat. You know? Yeah, exactly. I, can I trust other places? You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just that trust aspect. One really interesting thing I've seen is uh, there's a 35 page document titled. Narrative summaries of accidents involving U.S. nuclear weapons from the 50s to the 80s, and you know these accidents—they're no—they're no—they're no laughing matter. They're no light accident. These nuclear warheads are often 75 times as powerful as the nukes that the U.S. launched in Hiroshima, and so these would have big implications if they really were to go south. And the U.S. has almost destroyed and even lost a couple of these warheads and just, you know, in the recent 20, 30 years. I mean, you don't just, you don't just lose warheads. You know? Well, you do, you know, when, when there's crashing accidents and, you know, it just ends up at the bottom of the ocean somewhere. Hopefully or, not in the wrong hands. Exactly. U.S.'s war efforts and how, you know, the U.S. almost pulls into war for economic well-being. So you think about, was it really necessary when JFK went for the Bay of the Pigs? You know, people believe that some of that fighting we were brought into by people that were behind the scenes of the government. JFK was actually against that in some theories and that he didn't want to be pulled into that war and you know, other wars like when we fight in Afghanistan and Iraq, like who really knows why Vietnam? You know, we pull ourselves into those wars, and we see economic prosper across the country. But is it worth lives being lost? I like where you're going there with JFK. You know, he's really against the government. Yeah. You know, and I think that's another conspiracy theory: is his killing, his assassination. It's pretty interesting if you look into the uh, the theories. Multiple shooter Multiple theories, shooter theories yeah. like. There's people, uh, it's like almost like a triangle, just like Illuminati. And they actually had three shooters, and there was actually three bullets shot, but only one hit. 
I think that the government does do a lot of things that we might not know about, especially assassination-wise. JFK, Jeffrey Epstein. Scary thing, man. It really is. Weird to think about. It is. You know, also it's weird to think about the moon landing. That's true. The moon landing is no joke, and there's lots of conspiracy theories about it. You know, it's almost it's almost funny to say that because if you ask someone who lived during that time and watched that and was very proud as an American, they could get frustrated with you with the fact that you're saying it's fake, but it's a very real possibility, and there's lots of that say that it was not a real landing. I think it was one of the. I think it was one of them, either Buzz Armstrong or or Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong, who said was asked, "Did you really land on the moon? Put your hand on the Bible yeah. and swear that you landed on the moon." I've seen he, that. He actually refused to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can almost say it's a genius, though. I mean, for at least for a popularity for the United States, because at the time, the Soviet Union was actually about to beat the United States in the space race. So they actually, I guess one of the conspiracy theories are that they went into a Hollywood studio. And, you know, at the time, Hollywood studios weren't as good. So, but they actually made it work. So they had a whole black, like, background, put all the stars, and obviously the moon was there, and then the flag. And they planted that flag... United States said they had the moon landing because, you know, I think it's a good popularity scheme, as they would say. Yeah, um, I believe that nowadays we have the technology to where now we can say we actually did go, we now can go to the moon, but I believe that back then, when in that scenario, we were trying to win a battle that we didn't know how to win, so we were just trying to take any precautions to get first. Especially with all the failed launchings and tests that went on during that time period, trying to send life out to space, you know, it was kind of, I mean, let alone to get out there and get off our planet, but to land it on the moon and get back, you know, if you really think about it, it is very plausible that that did not happen. So, like, nowadays, how do you guys think that social media, like, impacts conspiracy theories? Well, honestly, I think that they just make them worse. You know, as I was saying, with all the fake news media that gets tossed around everywhere, and a lot of it, the popularity is driven by the consumer. And the consumer really can't tell real from fake. So if the consumer sees something that's, like, provoking, even if it's not true, it might get, you know, a lot of clicks and a lot of likes, and then suddenly everyone else sees it, even though it's fake news. So... You know, there's a lot of talk about fake news media. Uh, There's a lot of talk of political influential media through the 2016 election. You know, I'm not really that familiar with that, but that's just, you know, what I've heard from a lot of people. I think AI is also going to have lasting implications on this because how, how real they can make things sound and look is based off of taking you know, taking a short one-minute video of someone speaking, and you can put that into programs now and make them say whatever you want. There's videos of Trump or, you know, any political leader, and it sounds just like them and looks just like them, but it's not. So I wonder 
as we see AI develop and progress, what um, kind of news will look like, instigations can be put amongst people, how people will react to seeing things that they might not be able to tell if it's real or fake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting to think about what a future could be like where enemies, foreign and domestic, can, you know, put whatever they want into the news with, as you said, AI and videos and fake quotes and, and, and the like, uh, how that may affect our political leaders and our political landscape when uh, consumer voting is so influenced by that. So, uh, do you guys have any final thoughts about conspiracy theories? Anything you'd like to add? I think we're getting held back by the government. And I think they're really hiding a lot of stuff from us, which is causing a lot of conspiracy theories, which might be true or false. So we just got to keep our head on a swivel and continue living our day-to-day -day life. And, you know, you never know if these conspiracy theories are true or, true or not. Yeah, you know, you just, you just got to hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Um, I just believe that conspiracy theories are just what you think of it. If you just think too hard about it, then you'll think it's real. I think that widening your scope and perspective on things uh, leads to uh, greater thinking and to think of all these different perspectives on what has happened in the past, what's happening right now. I think it's good for people, but it also creates conflict. And so uh, as much as conspiracy theories are fun to think about and talk about, I'm interested to see what kind of things are happening Okay, awesome. Thank you for joining me on this episode of BBNW Speaks. I'm your host, Sarah Nwambi, and we're out. Bye. Bye.